Consensus 1234 invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Andrea Powell. Good morning, everybody. Still getting our act together. Has the program begun? I think so, Tony. It's me, Tony Martin. That'll be Ed Cavalier. Hey, Tony. Oh, Ed gets around now. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. Guys. We'll see a memo. Stop, please. It must have gone around over the weekend. But Andrea Powell, is yes. there any more juice on the applause table? Oh, is. now it's really going off. Step that up a notch. Andrea's uh, decided to come back for more. She's at yeah. the shop, by the way. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes, let's. How are you, Ed? How are you, Tony? Great. What are the big issues for you this week, uh, Andrea? Oh, big issues for me this week. Um, uh, Livy Newton-John's boyfriend. What's happened there? Turning up out of the blue. I don't know. He's been spotted in Mexico. He was spotted um, in a small village in Mexico. Then someone else spotted him in, in like a tourist mecca in Mexico. And yet a third person has spotted him in, in a burrito. So uh, it's <laughs> and, anyone's guess. And what is the deal? Uh, marriage not going well when one partner has to find death. Uh, yeah. Spices up things a bit. <laughs> well, where did, what do you mean? Is it confirmed sightings? Well, they're still trying to confirm it now. But it's, How a, it's a year till he dis, since he disappeared. But apparently they'd split up mm. before um, he disappeared, mm-hmm. allegedly. But uh, And he's got these huge tax debts and oh, unpaid child... You know, there it is. Was she just singing Xanadu around the house too? <laughs> well, that's yeah. right. Maybe he saw the film finally and was like, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> Maybe uh, he's been hanging out with the Mistress of Disguise. Have we oh, had how's she going? any updates on the Mistress of Disguise? I know you've had your eye on her for a while, Ed. <laughs> Jody, as she's known. She, well, they've tracked her down to an actual name now, have they? Yep. She's, her first name is Jody. They're not sure of her last name. And yeah. she's taunting the police now, calling yeah. them up and just taunting them. That's obviously going to get you a telly movie. <laughs> There's going to be a telly movie. will be a postcard bandit so style deal. true. It's going to happen. She doesn't look capable of a five-star sting, as the paper are calling it. Why not? She, I don't know. She just looks like someone you'd live next door to that's in Broad it. Meadows. That's the key. Yeah, that's you're the key right. to it all. It's the mistress of this guy. She's getting around, stealing your credit cards. Yep. I'd, you know... Pulling off slick moves. You betcha. Turning heads. I'd be expecting someone who looks a bit like Rebecca Roman Stamos. Ah. Instead, we're talking muffin tops a go-go. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the mistress yeah, of disguise. How are they going to get Gary Sweet to look like her for the telly movie? <laughs> she'll be airbrushed before that <laughs> telly movie goes you to know it. Tell you who else I saw on the weekend, guys. Did you see the uh, the serial heckler? The bloke oh. who taunted... Uh, who was the footballer? Uh, Blocky. Blocky? I made that up. <laughs> Blocky. I don't, I don't know a footballer's name. So. Snack, snacko. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that a name for a footballer? That's a joke name as well, surely. It's, I'm sure it's somebody. It's, it's Brogan v. Bogan is the case. <laughs> and if you saw the bloke on TV. What was he up to? Uh, what he did is he he's in, he's furious because a footballer yeah. punched him in the face. <laughs> what for? And you go out um, Apparently he was, wasn't he taunting him and, yeah. and calling him names? And uh. does it every weekend. <laughs> Goes out to Adelaide Airport, stands there, just heckles people. Weekend of heckling. Uh, I think we've got a clip of him here. Have a listen. Very sore. It's like a train hit it. The football fanatic says he often heads to the airport to support his team and heckle the opposition. It was a joke. I was smiling when I said it. I said, look, you're playing for the wrong team, mate. And then he just arced up and told me to come back and, yeah, that's it. It just arced up. up. Could happen to anyone. I think this is this is how it went down. I think you're playing for the wrong team, mate. <laughs> there you go. 
But they say teenager. It was like the oldest looking 18 year old I've ever seen. <laughs> I know, he looks about 35. <laughs> well, the, a years, hard life. the years of heckling have taken their toll, though. <laughs> You have to get up pretty early yeah, to be at the airport. It's a long better. way. The headline this morning is, Fan wants action over airport clash. That man is not going to be capable <laughs> of action. But he, he's not going to talk. He's not going to charge um, a file report until he speaks to the team. He's just after money. He's been hanging for this to happen for years, I would imagine. Yeah. Dream come true. It was a fantastic look. It was mm. just wearing a footy jumper over yeah. the front of his coat. And sort of slightly hunched over so that he does look 18. <laughs> Uh, we'll keep you updated on Brogan v Bogan as the week <laughs> continues. Are there any other big stories? What about, here's some news. Uh, Nintendo could ward off Alzheimer's. Computer games in the hands of the elderly are shaping up as the latest weapons in the war against Alzheimer's. Nintendo's brain training game will hit the shelves in Australia on June 15 and has already caused a stir amongst experts who say cognitive stimulation could reduce the risk of Alzheimer's. In Japan, retirees have flocked to the shops to buy a Nintendo game. Wow, they could they could also like read a book. Hey, that's that awesome. helps too. Yeah, it's a Nintendo game for old people. Mm. I'm thinking Grand Theft Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. You just you have to cruise around, and instead of uh, slowly as possible, you don't have to stab prostitutes. <laughs> you just go up to them and say, "I'm getting excellent mileage." <laughs> hey, maybe you should rug up, young woman. What about a casket raider? <laughs> All right, uh, more good ideas coming up as the hour progresses on Get This. Oh, I wish we could play the uh, Folksman's version of (laughs) Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones here at Triple M. It's Get This. Andrea Powell is sitting in with us. Mm. Did I sound slightly thrown at the beginning of the program? Was, Not at all. It was because I hadn't looked at Ed until we began the program. <laughs> I'd just been talking to him over my shoulder, and then the program starts, and I look at Ed, and he's had a haircut, yeah. and I just literally did not recognise him. <laughs> Who did you think I was? Was there about 10 seconds of silence? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Some other guys just... Quizzical look. Popped in. And that was very nice, Ed. Yeah, I liked it before, too. I like, I like a bit of length on a man. Yeah, it's just, it's just a trim, you know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> As do the people sure. who have been writing into your webpage. Have you got enough uh, in the tank for this week? No, 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 I haven't checked it yet. You can actually get onto Web's uh, page if you want, Andrew, and just uh, send him a, a blue message. Okay, Tony, it's really? not, it, <laughs> that's not what it's for. That's what it's turned into, but that's not its original intention. Right. What was the original intention? Just to have a chat with the listeners. Oh. Yeah, right. Well, I was uh, getting my car stereo fixed a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. I was waiting. The guy was selling a car stereo to the other bloke in the showroom, and I was listening. I love the terminology oh, yeah, salespeople yeah. use. And it's this young it? guy, he must have been about 12, oh, yeah. selling car stereos, <laughs> and he's got like a 50-year-old customer. He's going, oh, yeah, this one's got everything, mate. The fruit's in the basket. What's that mean? <laughs> All the fruit's in the basket. Ah, right. The fruits in the basket. Yeah, so I'm trying to get that one in. Maybe we can, instead of referring to sizzle all the time, we can promise the fruits listeners, hey, fruits in the basket. Fruits in the basket. You want a good show? All the fruits in the basket today. <laughs> all right, done. But the fruit is definitely in the basket on Ed's webpage. Oh, yeah. So get on there. What other fruit issues? Factory. Have, you, have you got some name dropping? Who were you saying oh, you bumped into, Andrew? Every day this in the last 10 days in my gym, um, Guy Pierce has been in there pumping iron. Is that right? Yeah. And you know how he's kind of a, a slim guy? Yeah, he is. He's just working on the arms, and they are enormous. What's They're massive. Doing? I don't know. He 
must be preparing for a new role. He's got long hair to his shoulders. Yeah. Still that ratty little face, though. Um, Maybe he's doing a sequel to Heaven Tonight. Oh, let's hope so. <laughs> Maybe Video Rodney are coming back. That let's was the band hope. he was the lead singer Video on. Video Rodney. Video Rodney. Hexagonal drums. <laughs> <laughs> Every single number was a trip to Funky Town. Yeah. So hopefully, the hopefully Heaven Tonight too. Is it, well, can we get him on the phone? Oh, we need a sequel great. to yeah. Heaven Tonight, and we need to get Heaven Tonight soundtrack. We were all talk. See, the listeners don't believe us. No, they don't. That there really was a a film called Heaven Tonight with yeah. Guy Pearce as the lead singer of Video Rodney. B that there was a soundtrack album with Video Rodney original songs. And, and C, C that, that there was a band called Video Rodney. Just doesn't ring true. No. Uh, what other See big about issues? That. Um, well, they're cloning mules now. What? Have you noticed this? More Renee Lawrences. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we need. A race of Renees. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. Everyone in Australia could have Renee Lawrence. Oh, look. And there's what a little Penelope Cruz <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. I Why don't are they cloning to... mules, Andrea? Well, I guess because you can't breed them. Because what? they're born sterile, aren't they? Is that right? What's a mule? Well, a mule's a cross between a horse and a donkey. It's oh. when a donkey and a horse have relations. Don't tell me that young people birth. don't know what mules know. are. Isn't this incredible? It's not like we're talking about boss skags. We're talking about mules. <laughs> yeah, what's Sierra a boss skags? <laughs> Too hard to explain. They were uh. born sterile. You cannot breed mules. So, you know, donkey and a horse have relations, give birth to a mule, then they live their life and they die. Mm. So now they're cloning them. Why? Yeah, what, the what do they do with mad. them? Well, but these they like... two, they race them. Oh, just against mm. each other. Yeah. So just, you know, it's it's in a US rural town, so that makes more sense, doesn't it? <laughs> right. People with nothing to do. <laughs> so the mules, why aren't they just, you know, bred out of existence? If yeah. they can't get it on, if they're shooting blanks, exactly. why didn't they run out of mule power years ago? Yeah. No idea? That's not a full basket of fruit or whatever uh, you were talking Andrea, about. Andrea, please. Oh, sorry. I'm looking down there. You, I think you were going to get booked. Oh, shit, I've got to go. Sorry, uh, I've, just, I've got to um, go and put money in my meter. Andrea's going to help. I'm really embarrassed that this uh, is happening this on This happens air. every time she comes in. In the middle of the program. Hey, Tone. Trust racing out, yeah. Uh, the new MP. There's a new MP in uh, in uh, South Australia. Yes. And he. this is, this is how much of a nerd he is. <laughs> He used to work for the taxation department before moving into politics, and he worked right. out that if he ha- wears a uniform, he yes. can claim it as a tax deduction. So he's gone out and has had embroidered, look at that, his name and the fact that he's an MP in state parliament so that he can claim his business shirts off as a uniform. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Does he like to party or what? He's got a, sh- a David Brent style shirt. Yep, two pens in his top pocket just in case he has to audit something. With Tony Piccolo, Member of Parliament. Yeah. That's fantastic. Ooh. That looks hilarious. <laughs> John Howard, Prime Minister of Australia. <laughs> Pope John Paul II. Pope all <laughs> Catholics. God's dude on earth. You see, if the Pope just got a little thing there. God's dude on earth. <laughs> it's a, a couple of logos. Tax, tax deduction. Well, those that red shoes. Fantastic. Isn't he great? He looks like a gog. <laughs> <laughs> he should be out at Adelaide Airport swearing at footballers. <laughs> oh, look, is the phone ringing? Is well, that who have we got there? Hello? Hello, is that Mr. Martin? Oh, is that Ethel Chobb? Yes, it is. How are you? Not bad. Who cares? <laughs> look, I've got a problem. Yes. Yeah, I wonder if you can help me with this. I'm 
quite perplexed. Look, my friend Bert from Bingo drove me home the other night and we, we pulled up to my duplex and, and he asked to come in for a minute because he wasn't feeling well. Right. <laughs> Not feeling well, my back passage. I know he wanted, wanted to feel all right. His hands on my polyester brunch coat. I said, you need to go home and cool off, Bert, because he, he's no day at the beach, you know, Mr Martin, not like you. <laughs> okay. and, and yeah, I don't put out on the first date. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I don't. But he didn't go home. No. He just sat outside in his orange tarana, and you know something? He's still there. It's been over a week, and I can't get rid of him. I've been out there several times to talk some sense into him, you know, get lost, Bert, clear off, etc. But he just sits there in some moody funk, staring into space. And what's worse, he's developing quite a body odor problem. Every time I open the front door, oh, the smell makes my eyes smart. I'm really going through the Glen 20. I, I said, wouldn't you be more comfortable at home, Bert, you know, in a bath, but he's not one to take a hint. Salty brute. It's getting to be like a Hitchcock film out there with all the gulls and so on. And last week, oh, the other day I went out, I said, all right, Bert, I give up. You can come inside if it makes you happy. But you know what? He, he just gave me the silent treatment. Did he? Except to say it's a little late for that man, don't you think? Oh, it's like a stab in the heart the way he shuts me out. I, I said, why don't you just... Tell me what you want then, but ah, no, with him it's got to be this twisted psychological guessing game. I mean, ah, I always thought Bert was a decent fellow. At the club he's always chatty and sociable and clean. Oh, it just goes to show how falling in love can change people, doesn't it, Mr Martin? It does. Yeah. Well, next time I go to Bingo, I'm taking the bus. <laughs> Good on you, Ethel. Yeah, thanks for your advice. Hey, Ethel, can, yeah. I, can I just ask, would you have any idea why they might be cloning mules? Cloning mules. Yes. Gee, I don't know. Well, they're pretty handy. Are they? Oh, oh yes, we had one on the farm. Very good for taking in the, our winter crop of onions. Because <laughs> they have marvellous saddlebags. You're just making up anything, I reckon, Yeah, Apple. whatever. You weren't very helpful with my question, so, you know, get bent. <laughs> Thank you, Ethel Chop. Andrea Powell will be back in just a moment. <laughs> Pete Murray, opportunity here on Triple M. Mm. It's get this. You play for the wrong team, eh? Hey? <laughs> Sorry, that's that bloke at Adelaide Airport again. Yeah, um, you know where we don't do much footy talk on no. the show? I'm going to start doing footy tips. Really? Yep. Uh, footy tips? At the end of the week, it's it's sizzle, man. It's 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 like a whole bucket of fruit. That's, it's so good. <laughs> Fruits in the basket, yeah. sizzle, shop front and traction. It's got it all. It's a marketing and dream. Cut, and cut through. It's got cut through. It's got cut through. <laughs> That's the icing on the cake. Andrew Powell is back in the room, by the way. Yeah, good day. Gosh, that was so close. I nearly got a ticket. Yeah. What yeah. happened when I was away? Was it fun? Some mad old happen? broad called us up. And yeah. Really? Told us to get bent. <laughs> it always happen when you come yeah. in. Uh, do you know anything well, about football? No, not much. See, I don't know anything about football, so what you're about to say, Ed, could be just completely made up. Footy tipping competition. What is this? Something happens around the office. I've seen it. Yeah, well, you know, every week, uh, you know, around the stations and everything, they do footy tips of a Friday, mm. and uh, we're going to get involved. And uh-huh. I'll, there'll be more details later in the week once I've worked it out. But, All right. Uh, yeah, we're going to do footy tipping on a Friday. And that's your big announcement. Tony, I didn't say it was... Wow. I just said that that's what we're going to be doing. I'm, for, I'm trying to forward promote here, right. Tony. Is there any sort it's of twist to through. it? Is there any Rex Hunt aspect Listen, to it? Listen, Tony, I 
getting a bit sick of having to get prizes every day, so this <laughs> oh, is what I'm going to do instead. New deal. <laughs> All right, what's going on in the news? Uh, here's uh, something from Victoria that I heard on the weekend. A group of Melbourne posties has delivered a stern message about plans to cut penalty rates straight to their boss's letterbox. A parcel containing a petition was hand-delivered to the Melbourne home of Australia Post CEO Graham John. Unfortunately, he wasn't home, so they had to leave one of those cards. <laughs> and because it was after 4pm, he couldn't pick it up till after 9 the next morning. Yeah, then yeah. he didn't have two forms of identification. He sent his wife in. She hadn't signed the card. I don't know if that protest <laughs> is ever going to get through. Never. It's Never. a nightmare. They really need to think that through. There's, it's like uh, getting uranium out of our post office, <laughs> trying to get any parcels. Uh, what else did I see? I was watching the Sunday program with Yana Vint, serious journalist. Oh, what's she up to? This was her question of the day. Now to our website question this week. Should politicians be allowed to call each other snivelling grubs? It's <laughs> important, isn't it? Yeah. We've got to get to the bottom of that That's one. That's pretty hard hitting. That's yeah. worth spending SMS money yeah, on, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Where does the money go for all these SMS I don't polls? Know. I'm not sure. Uh, Phone company, I guess. Yeah. Mm, uh, a lot of money. No answer to that. No sizzle for the. Oh, what? It's a question. Call in the answer. tipping competition. Tony, yeah. listen. You haven't. Even, you don't even heard it yet. It's going to be great. We've got no fruit in the basket today. <laughs> Ethel chop. That was a bit of fruit. Yeah, there's a bit of fruit there. But, uh, I, I suppose. think the bowl is officially yeah, it's empty. A little bit barren there. Bowl today. Uh, mm. Something else I noticed is uh, nuclear power. That's a big issue. Oh, yeah. People are worried they're going to have a reactor in the backyard. And John Howard's pushing nuclear power. Now, I'm not saying whether it's good or bad. No. Nope. That's for much smarter shows than this. Yes. But I have noticed that whenever John Howard mentions a nuclear reactor or any of his ministers mention a nuclear reactor, it is less than a minute before the phrase cleaner and greener is used. Uh, you know? So they've right. obviously sent out a little document to everyone. Remember, if you're mentioning nuclear, get the phrase cleaner and greener in. Okay. So they had Julie Bishop on the Sunday program talking to Laurie Oakes yesterday about um, you, you know, this report that says that they're going to be putting... Oh, yes, they, they found all these... They were looking at different sites uh, yeah. around the country. And do you think she got to mention cleaner and greener? Oh, I'd like to think so. Do you want to put the stopwatch on her? I, I'm yeah, ready. Yeah. Okay, from, from when she starts... If you could run a stopwatch from when she starts talking, Mr. Marsden, here we document go. Document identifying locations for possible nuclear reactors. What's the status of that document now? That document we was go. prepared in relation to the debate back then She's about got one the positioning minute of a nuclear research reactor. To get the phrase cleaner and greener in. Reactor. So it was a different debate in a different time frame. Mm. But won't the same considerations apply for locating nuclear reactors? Come for on, cleaner, greener. Different considerations will apply. A nuclear power station has different requirements than a well, nuclear research reactor. Uh -oh. It's nuclear. The research reactor at Clean it sites up. and the new reactor, the Opal reactor, yes. have different environmental considerations yeah, what are they? to a nuclear power station. Come so on. there's a different debate and different considerations seconds apply. Ago, is it? So you can rule out all those sites that are listed in this document? I'm yep. not ruling in or ruling out sites. Yes, come what on. What I'm calling for is a debate 15. on nuclear power. <laughs> the Australian government's concerned about the environmental and yes. health problems associated with climate change and greenhouse gas emissions. You can do it. Five, responsibility four, to consider three, cheaper, safer, two, greener, cleaner. One. Yeah. There you go. Just under the minute mark. Ah. And do you reckon she got to mention it a few more times? So we're getting the same technique over. The government won't discuss 
sites because they know the community will be alarmed. They're keeping it secret. Well, first things first, Laurie. We have to look at whether nuclear power is cleaner, greener, safer. We're still talking about multiple nuclear reactors around Australia, aren't we? When you look at the waste and the environmental problems associated with coal-fired power stations, mm -hmm. for example, I believe that we should be looking at that cleaner, greener, safer forms of energy. Is this a John Howard-driven thing? Or will it go ahead anyway, even if he retires? I think it's a, a responsible approach by a responsible government that we should be looking for cleaner, greener, safer, Man. cheaper forms of energy. It's, you watch, it's nuclear, and it's, it's on a string to the word green. Is it? <laughs> Every time. I'm not sure how green it is. I've no idea. Oh, well. It's very green and glowing on The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's mean. cleaner, greener energy. Hey, do we want to get the listeners on board? Yeah. Yeah. We've had no uh, mention of Rex Hunt, really, or no contributions from Rexy. So far today. Nobody's got their rocks off. No. Nobody said, how good is this? No. That'll all be fixed next on Get This. Get This. Even though it may be unpopular with sections of the public, I'm not going to run away from it. For Census 1234 on Triple M. It's Triple M, it's Get This, and next up we're going to invite you to join us to play... Oh, how good is this? And she was. That's Talking Heads. Get this on Triple M. Andrea Powell is on board. Yeah, good day. And Ed, I know you're not very happy with the Talkback Mountain jingle. No, I'm over it. You reckon it's run its course? Yep, done. Lost its sizzle? Done. No sizzle. No traction? No cut through. No fruit in the basket? Nil. We need a new one? You know it. All right, here's what we're going to be doing today. I'm paying money. Uh, the girl's happy. She's got no money. I'm paying money. I got my rocks off. Oh, how good is this? How good is this? <laughs> That's what we're going to do today. How wrong was that? <laughs> he was into that. Rex, he was into that. Yeah. yeah. He likes to lay down some hot licks. He does. Uh, we're going to ask, how good is this? We're just going to take things out of the ether. Oh, anything yeah? at all. Ideas, concepts that are floating about. Are they good? Are they bad? Great. Uh, what do you what, like, Tone? Well, Andrew, what did you do? You went and saw that new uh, Australian film. called Candy. Right. Oh, how good is this? Any good? Uh, yeah, it's great, but I went to see it on a date with a mm. guy that I hardly knew. All right. Uh, it's a harrowing film, a little bleak for a date. Afterwards, he said, mm, I'm hungry. Let's get some dinner. And I was like, are you out of your mind? I just want to go home and take a Shoot bath. I no, just I, I don't think there film, have been enough uh, films about glamorous heroin addicts in love, so I will be going to see that. Do with a few more, I think. Yeah. I missed uh, Little Fish. Yep. Oh, no. And this is much better than Little yep. Fish. And Angel Baby. Was yep. that heroin addicts in love? It might not have yeah. been. Oh, Who knows? Just awful, really. Working the same side of the street. <laughs> um, what about this new ID card? Oh, how good is this? How's is it going? It, How's it, it going? They've run a trial in Tasmania and no one was biting. Great. There's, it's it's just a shambles by the sounds of it. They're saying it's not an ID card because it's not compulsory. Right. Mind you, you're going to have to have one to be able to use Medicare. That's not compulsory, Tone. So <laughs> it's a bit compulsory. like saying, you know, oxygen. Yep. You know, you don't have to breathe it. You can breathe what you want. It's not compulsory oxygen. But if you want to stay alive, you might like to. But so many things have happened. Firstly, the bloke uh, who's been made the head of the Smart Card Technology Task Force has quit over concerns about privacy and other problems. What do you mean? He just thinks it's a dodgy idea. Bloke oh, is in charge of selling it. <laughs> then they've got a, a $47 million ad campaign coming. A $47 million ad campaign. They must be using our monkey. <laughs> 
47. I mean, you know it's a good idea when it's going to cost $47 million to convince people so it is. so much money. That's more money than they put into the film industry. It is. That's more money than they put into films about glamorous heroin addicts in love. We... We could have made a mini-series about the card. $47 million. Oh, how good is this? I mean, is that a good what idea? What are we going to get for our $47 million? They've done a trial. Smart card bombs in Tasmania. Only 2,966 of the 17,813 cards were taken up. Well, it is like an Australian film then. Uh, and you've... <laughs> <laughs> hey! Hey! <laughs> Uh, what about uh, Joe Hockey? He's the uh, human services minister in charge of selling the deal. Oh, yeah. And he says he wants to make sure it's open and we're not going to do this without a significant public debate, which is on the table. Everyone can decide for themselves. So then they've had this report done. He doesn't want to tell us what's in it. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, great. This is a good debate right there. I'm looking forward to the smart card. Oh, how good is this? What do you reckon? Um, I reckon Danny Minogue's just released a uh, new album. Oh, how good is this? Is yeah. it good? What's it about? I don't know. It's called So Under Pressure. Right. And uh, it was inspired by the, f uh, the, the fact that the last year she's had to deal with Sister Kylie's breast cancer. Oh. And she's really found it pretty difficult. She's been under a lot of pressure. Because, of course, it's always about Danny. And so, yeah. so she she's channeled her thoughts into the new album. So from the tragedy of uh, breast cancer, has bloomed. Uh, making some bucks. The yeah. rose. Yeah. Of the fantastic <laughs> right. Danny Minogue Steady album. on. That's well, a few too many fruits in the basket. The silver lining. She's found the silver lining. Yeah. God bless. Has she had any more of her uh, body um, sort of shaved off surfboard style? <laughs> <laughs> that she looks like a creepy laminated version of her sister. Has she, has she been doing any more of that? Already? I hope so. Um, that doesn't say so here, but I'm sure she has. I mean, hey. you know, why stop? Tony, what about, sorry, what about Vanstone? There's a very alluring picture of, of Amanda uh, playing um, sort of basketball at the back of the detention center showing an alarming amount of calf. Oh, uh, how good is this? Well, and the best bit, there's just a caption that says, Amanda Vanstone scoring at the back of the detention center. <laughs> There's, there's a fair bit of stocking work out there. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, oh, how good uh, is this? She looks terrific in a size 18 A-line skirt. <laughs> what, what woman doesn't when you're that big? Uh, oh, that's not a flattering line is what I'm trying to say. I hear Not a flattering shape for her. Keep the babes coming. <laughs> Who have you got there? Um, Angelina Jolie. Um, oh, right. Her lips... Come oh, on. how good is this? They're ridiculous. Yeah. They're so enormous. They look like they're made out of an elephant's anus. <laughs> they oh, do. how good is this? Okay, Richard. Rexy. But don't you think? She looks like she's fallen victim they're to some massive. kind of cosmetic yeah, mishap. They are uh, real, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Whereas you've got... Do you remember Ashley it's Simpson right, was here yeah. recently? Uh -huh. Ashley Simpson, weird-looking nose. Who's Ashley Simpson? And, as my wife would say, loops of string. <laughs> Cut to about two weeks after uh -oh. she left the country. Uh -oh. Nose has got a whole bit shaved off it. Oh, no. Can't be photographed from the side anymore. No. Enormous bee stung lips. Oh, how good is this? Obviously trying to Danny Minogue style turn into a more successful sister. Yeah, What's right. Mm. Look at those lips. That is ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Is, she's ravaged a beehive. Oh, like yeah. That, that bear that's <laughs> ravaging through, through Europe. Yeah, that bear. He's Euro tripping. Uh, okay. Is this what we want? Lips yeah. of string. <laughs> so you can just bring up.
any subject yeah, whatever. Bring in and say what you think is good. And we have to decide whether it's good or bad. Yep. And do we have a oh, prize? What? Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Do you like to be scared? Do you like Pete Pothelthwaite? <laughs> do you like the direction of John Moody? Well, if you do, you can go and see The Omen. It's a remake. It's John Moore. That's what I said, Tony. John Moore. <laughs> I should warn you, though, this film has advertising approval. Check the classification closer to the release date. So it's The Omen. Spend an evening in the company of the Antichrist. Thanks to your good friends that get this. That's what we're saying. Call us up on 13353 and ask the question. How good is this? How good is this? Oh, how good is this? How good is this? That'd be Snow Patrol. You're all I have here at uh, Get This on Triple M, where we're playing. How good is this? How good is this? How confusing is this? Yeah. Is what I reckon it should oh, be. How good is this? I'm not sure that people know what we want from them. How good is this? It can be anything, really. Who have we got in? Oh, hello, Kel. How are you? There you go, Ed. All right, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good. What do you? Th- what What have you got for us? The clowns at the cricket board who sold the tickets to all the pobbies, mate. Uh, uh, how good is why, this? What happened? It's for the Ashes this year. Yeah, for the Ashes, mate. We might as well go and play in England again. Oh, uh, why? We're going to have that many pobbies out here. It's not going to be funny, mate. It's not going to be funny. Right. Uh, and so did you try and get a ticket? No, uh, what for, mate? What's the point? <laughs> What's the point, mate? We might as well go and play back over in England again, I swear, mate. Oh, that's yeah. dodgy. Now, I don't follow this, but is there somebody called the Barmy Army involved? That, yeah. Oh, that's him. That's them. Right. Yeah, right. that's and the mugs. Yeah. I thought that might have just been what's left of our armed forces now that everyone's <laughs> overseas. Don't worry, the Barmy Army are protecting us. <laughs> no, we can bash them anyway, so it doesn't matter. There you go. <laughs> Right. All right, Kel, you go. Yeah, I, I agree with Kel. Less Brits. Hey, Brits don't worry. Brazilian. You'll be much happier after an <laughs> evening in the company of the devil. Oh, you ripper. There we go. He's excited about seeing the omen. Did you see the first omen? Remember that, Kel? Big horse. Remember the omen? Gregory oh, yeah, Peck? yeah. Bloke's head being chopped off by a piece of glass. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. How good is this, mate? <laughs> oh, how good is this? <laughs> That's Thanks. what you'll be saying. Thanks, Kel. After an evening of decapitation. Hello, Kelly. Hello. How are you going? Good. What do you think is good? Uh, I just think it's awesome. I was reading Jessica Simpson put her engagement ring up on eBay. Oh, oh how good is this? What, what, uh, what's it like? What an awesome bit of revenge. Mm. What um, what's, uh, what's the ring look like? Like, is it? Well, apparently it's like two carat diamonds, solitaire or something, and it's it's worth you know probably more than our house. But um, <laughs> our house, you and I. And how much have you bid well, for? Well, yours and mine put together. Oh, right. Ed actually <laughs> lives in a dump master. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> he, he just semi detached. It has its own special value. He just uh, poor old Nick. Prize packs around him. Hey, tell me, so what? Uh, how much does it go on there for at the moment? I have no idea. I've tried to look it look it up just for interest's sake. Yeah. One can dream. Oh, she should just let it go for something really cheap. That'd be a big slap in the face. Oh, I think a few she should just bucks? try slipping it in one of those bubblegum machines. That's an idea. <laughs> yeah. and what, in a skill tester at a local bowling alley. That's you, a great idea. Do you buy lots of stuff off eBay yourself, Kel? Uh, I try to. When, yeah. when my husband uh, parts with the credit card. What's, what's the best thing you've got? 
what have I got? Oh, I don't know. Shoes, handbags. Wow. Boring yeah. stuff <laughs> that you guys would say. How would you buy shoes on eBay without trying them on? Easy. It's easy. You know You know what size shoe you are. Yeah, but different makes have different sizes, I found. Or maybe yeah. I've just yeah, got weird you, feet. You, well, no, you just stick to the brands that you know. Like, uh, okay, you Kelly. Okay. It's Princess Mary. It's Princess <laughs> Mary. I'll, I'll teach you how to shop. So, oh, okay. You. Here we go. There's a segment we can do. <laughs> That's great. Kel teaches you how to shop. On eBay. <laughs> oh, how good is this? Uh, thank you, Kelly. Off to no see worries, the... Uh, guys. Have a great day. Oh, thank you. You're off to the Omen. Yeah. Hey, you said, oh. Yeah, you're going to go and see the... Uh, the um, the glass head cutting off movie. Does How's it that sound like we're padding? Does yeah, it sound well, like we're padding out? Yeah, it does a bit. <laughs> hey, thank you, Kelly. Thank you for the call. Now, the thank thing that... Oh, we only had two callers, Tone. <laughs> but I had something is, else to now say. Now the truth comes out. That's why. Because it was... I don't know if it was confusing or just crap. We didn't have a dovetail. Yeah. The prizes were poor, even by my standards. You could only get on if your name was Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> that was obviously... Now a, the phones have started. It's too late, people. <laughs> it's too late. Hey, there's going to be plenty more because... Uh, it, here's something which... Uh, give us a... Oh, how good is this? Did you know that drink-spiked victims have just had one too many? Did you see this? What? Big story. Many young women who are believed to be the victims of drink-spiking, which has just gone out of control. Mm. There's none of that in my day. No, no. it wasn't any of my day, either. Turns out, had just drunk dangerously high levels of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and what passed out in the back of the cab and thought they'd been drugged? Over 37% of drink-spiking cases turn out to be just had a few too many. Oh, the drink was spiked Australia? by the barman 13 times when they paid for a bourbon and coke. <laughs> it was spiked with bourbon. <laughs> that was the problem. So lots of people, victims of drunken, well, drink spiking. Just um, drunk, I mean, in my drunken day, slags, apparently. Yeah. Waking up in a gutter, you know, with only one shoe was par for the course when I was a teen. Where I, live, uh, where I used to live in Sydney was right next to Darling Harbour. Yeah. And I used to walk through Darling Harbour uh, to, go, you know, for, to go to work. And uh, every sort of Monday or, or Saturday or Friday morning, there'd just be, uh, under this one tree always, a backpacker sleeping. Right. And it must have been something cosy about that particular tree. Always someone different and always just that exact tree. Right. Oh, that's beautiful, eh? Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> and then he would just get up and drive the Black Thunder off, <laughs> distributing prize packs. <laughs> oh, how good is this? <laughs> is that the end of the segment? Get wow. this. They um, brought him over as qualified donors. They wouldn't know how to bone a chook. They're useless. For census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. Oh, I think it's time for us to go. Yeah, we've done. I, we're I don't done. think we've got another song because no. there's a music guarantee to be observed and we'll be in a lot of trouble. So thanks to everyone who did call in, both of you. Yeah. <laughs> Andrea, do you have anything to plug? Do I have anything to plug? Mm. Absolutely not. Methyl Chop just going to be making uh, random she, abusive calls she, she from the will. phone book? She will. She's, right, she's written a book that will be out later this year. Wow. Mm. I'd like to mention a couple of things that are happening later this week. On Thursday, Richard E. Grant. So happy. <gasps> you remember he was Withnell and Withnell and I. Richard yeah. E. Grant. He's been he's in, in Spice World, if, that, if Withnell isn't your <laughs> cup of tea. Oh, yeah. He was in Hudson Hawk, if Spice World's not your cup of tea. just mentioning the bad ones. He was, he was in The Player. He was in The Player. He was in um, Gosford Park. Scarlet Pimpernel. He was in Scarlet Pimpernel. Jack and Me. Jack and Me. Oh. He was in Hildegard, A Duck Down Under. I we watched that the other day. Did you do that? Is yeah. that how much research you're doing yeah, for this show? Yeah, I watched show? the duck movie. <laughs> Fell in love with the duck. Was it a talking duck? No, unfortunately. Oh, well, that's why it didn't work. Yeah, was, it, was it as good as Disco Duck? 
What's that? <laughs> we won't a be... A very bad duck. There will be no talk of Hildegard, a duck down under, when the very fine raconteur, Mr Richard E. Grant, joins us on Thursday. But in the meantime, I think our key phrase today was... Oh, how good is this? And we'll be back tomorrow with Chris Isaac. All right. And it's all thanks to Census 1234. Thank you, Andrea Powell. Thank you, Tony Martin. Thanks, Ed.